Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. It's fucking catchy. Oh, yeah. It was in my head for like hours after. Bacon, egg, and cheese on toast with sriracha. Bacon, egg, and cheese on toast with sriracha. Raja, Raja, Raja. And I wanted to get the shit to make the sandwich because it looked delicious. I've never heard that song. Have you heard it's the- on t- I'll send it to you. Yes, please it's do. It's fucking hilarious. Have you heard the It's Raining Taco song? I haven't heard that one I don't either. think so. Oh, it's bad. Well, like my TikTok is just- uh, like comic books junk and bands that I like. There's a band that popped up on my For You page called Ripe. Ripe? Like Ripe. Ripe. And they have a new single called Settling, which has been in my head for a week because it's just fucking awesome. It's a really good song. Gotta love a good earwig. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, no, Solid stuff. My friend that's got like uh, two kids, he like sent me this thing. He's like, this is what my kids are obsessed with. And it's this kids video. It's like, it's raining tacos. <laughs> it's raining tacos. And I was just like, oh... You bastard. <laughs> I, I've somehow magically get to avoid these horrible earworms. Bacon, egg, and cheese on toast with sriracha. Still got nothing. I want I want <laughs> I want listeners out there, if this is stuck in your head, let me know so I can tell the original uh, creator of that video now. Yeah, yeah the listeners out there, you know, some social media interaction would be pretty sweet. It'd be yeah, great. that'd be cool. We haven't gotten a comment on our content. Nope. No well, comments. at least on Apple. At least. We haven't gotten any new reviews. We haven't gotten anything on SoundCloud. We haven't gotten any Twitter bits or or like Facebooks or Instagram. Like nobody says shit. And I don't and want it's us, hurtful. I don't want us to become one of those shows that are like, you know what, you know what, like and comment, but yeah. like and fucking what comment, please, please do that. Like yeah, button. like we. Oh, it's, not even, it's not even about the <laughs> algorithm. Like I don't care about the algorithm. I would just like to hear from you guys that we're doing all right and you enjoy our thing. Yeah, we get listens. We got like 30 listens from, from Ireland. Plus, we're concerned about, we're concerned oh, about that, you guys. We need to make sure y'all are okay, fault. too. We're concerned about you as yeah. well. I had a we friend, need to- <laughs> and I told him, who, yeah. he, he knows about the show, and he went to Ireland for like 11 days. So maybe that's what that was. We also have a regular listener from Dublin. Oh, okay. Uh, just this week, we had like 24 listens from Dublin. Pretty sweet. Was it all from the same guy, though? Uh, no idea. Well, <laughs> he, he did have to make a really long plane ride across the ocean, so, you know. We also had one from the uh, Russian Federation right out of St. Petersburg. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, our standard, our German listeners, shout out to you guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How you doing? So, yeah, maybe maybe drop us a, a guten tag every so often. You know, that'd be sweet. I know, like, it's like I, you know, I, I, I catch up one. <laughs> Google podcast and I've never seen any comments on that. So. Yeah, not like well, we uh, damn it, there was a podcast service that I was using um, years ago. I, but the one cool thing I liked about it was you could leave comments on like individual episodes and shit. Nice. Yeah. And the creator can sometimes interact back and shit. God, yeah. I'm, 
I mean, you can do that on SoundCloud for yeah. anyone who listens to the SoundCloud. That's the, that's the weird part. I don't I don't fuck with SoundCloud at uh, all. I only listen, I only I, deal with it to do all of this. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I've used it for a long time because of DJ things. Makes that's sense. fair too. Yeah. Anyway, welcome everyone to Cajun Greatness, <laughs> the show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage 52.76% of the time. Yeah. And tonight, we're going to add to that percentage. That's right. Boom! Pumping those numbers up because we are here. Just like we said last week, we had no idea it was going to be coming. And and God damn, that was accurate as fuck. But you knew we, we would have a plan. Uh, yes, eventually. Uh, but we always have a plan. C. It's behind like a piece of glass and you yeah. like, hit it with a hammer. I, th- I think we got to like you... <laughs> Uh, so here we are. We we watched the classic Disney classic. Cage film, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And <coughs> here we are with the regular crew, me, your boy Shimmy, that cannon guy. What up? And Jeremy, Woo! like he's always been here. Always. Yep. Always. Like absolute. Then, now, forever. Like, Just like Vince McMahon. <laughs> Oh wait! Overlook Hotel always. You know he's always been here. <laughs> it's, I've just been in the walls. Uh, yeah, no. For those of you who don't know, which would be everybody, because we haven't addressed it. Uh, Pat and Jojo. Uh, Jojo has been taking a leave of absence, and uh, Pat is also taking a leave of absence. They're going to be working on some cool stuff. Uh, we're very excited to have that, and uh, we have it's me and Ken, and we got Jeremy here with us. Hell yeah! Yay. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Yeah, no as a proper co-host. Yeah, I got the badge and everything. It's, what, it's, where'd you get that badge? Oh, uh, well, I never made badges. I found it. It was laying in the it's, seat. It's really weird hearing the uh, rolly chair upstairs from downstairs. <laughs> it is concerning. Like it's, 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 like it's sort of like thunder. Imagine if we weren't here, nothing was on. It's like two a.m. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's like oh man, I forgot my phone charger, and then don't like that. Yeah, like, oh, we, my old oh. apartment. There used to be a, like a. 60 something year old guy that lived above us and you just hear him like slowly creaking and then one day we were sitting around joking like you know it'd be funny if one day we just heard that dead body drop and then we just heard cook plump and we all just sat there like well, staring at each other like so who's gonna go check well, and then, you the, killed a man good job and then we heard him walking again we're like okay he's alive i was about to say was it creaking his actual bones or the floor <laughs> just the floor like, you oh, hear okay. him walking across his name was harold could have been a conversation a conversation a combination of both why did i <laughs> whatever i was like on lunch break one day just hanging out and i was like you know that dead body's good and you just hear kaplunk and we're like just sat there you so we watched, the, <laughs> we watched the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I did. Uh, not only that, next week, I'm giving you guys a preview to let you know what's coming. First thing, because, you know, we're excited. Next week, we're coming back with Uncaged. We will be spinning for that tonight Woo! on the show. Wait, is this more of the ASMR spinning that we're working on? Yes, but we actually use the wheel this time. Oh, okay. Uh, like, the wheel has a purpose, and Ken Logan will be joining us for that. Week after that, we've got the 30th anniversary watching of Honeymoon in Vegas with our boy Emilio. Yes. And then the final week of August, uh, as far as releases go, we're watching a one of Canon's choices, Travolting Development episode coming to you, and Frank's going to be here because he's always here, isn't he, Canon? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never, you never intro me when I'm, I'm literally here all the time. Me and Abaddon over here in the fucking corner playing patty cake. Abaddon, Abaddon, and then you, you're just like, inter- just not even acknowledging my existence the whole time until now. Yeah, yeah cheap pop. Woohoo, Frank, the postman in the house. Let's go. It's hot outside. I'm tired of delivering your fucking packages. Okay. So we've got a fun month coming up. It's gonna be a good time. But Jeremy, what's wrong? Nothing. Why? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was kind of speechless there for a minute. <laughs> 
That's a great promo, Frank. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Shut, shut your ear, invite me to dynamite. You, you motherfuckers. I swear to God, you bought like 18 tickets. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I can't even keep yeah, come on, put it right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, I encourage you know what? Do it every time. That's why, I, that's why I brought this. Especially when I don't have a can. Like, I've been can lacking. I'm the can man, and I've been can non here. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you. Non can? Non can. Bizarro version of can. It is non can. As, as I've had like four different flavors of like cherry drink lately, cherry Dr. Pepper is the one with the best like. Cherry in your face flavor. I hate all of the cherry flavored things, but Sorcerer's Apprentice. We watched that tonight. <laughs> After I'm just trying to derail everything. Eight minutes of bullshit. No, Sorcerer's Apprentice. We're not going to derail. Speaking of derailing, just to show you, um, <laughs> look what my notes for ideas for uh, this month shows. Oh, that works and out real that, well. I mean, granted, you know, I was like, I too was looking for anniversaries, and I was like, "Well, that, 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 that's yeah, no, you, coming up." You on told me that. That's what inspired me to give it a look. Oh shit! I don't remember if I ever told you. <laughs> you did, yeah. So the Sorcerer's Apprentice, though. Sorcerer's yes. Apprentice. So we're gonna go around like we always do with the three of us who've always been here, and we're going to four motherfucker. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, six if we count Otto and the bride of Otto. Oh, my God. They're not still in the trash box, are they? They're going to eat I our think faces. So. Well, they've been shit-talking on Twitter pretty hard. Oh, no. I haven't I haven't been on Twitter that much lately. I oh, God. I don't know if I've blocked them yet. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to go around. We're going to give our quick review of the movie. Then we're going to talk about the movie. Because there's some stuff I want to talk about. I enjoyed the movie. So, Canon. Yes. What did you think of The Sorcerer's Apprentice? Well, first time... Watch for the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and you know what? Um, there was, you know what? I'm, this movie is fun. This movie has a lot of fun. There's a lot that I, it's not particularly fun. However, that didn't disparage me from having a good time watching it. Mm-hmm. I am giving the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Well, I'm giving that hair piece four stars, by the way. Look, it's a, I'll, I'll talk about the hair later, but I'm going to give The Sorcerer's Apprentice three stars. Nice. And I'm going to I'm gonna tap that little heart, too, because I, I, I had a good old time. Very nice. Jeremy, what about you? I really enjoyed it, actually. I, I, it was a lot of fun, like, between the visual effects. Like, the story is all over the place, but, like, man, that acting was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And uh, just... I, was, I had a fun. I'd give it a four. Nice. 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 Uh, I also enjoyed myself. This is my first time watching it. And you know what? I I don't understand the hate it got. Yeah, I mean, I really don't. Because, you know, it's, it's a fun movie. It was, it, like, it was breezy, obviously. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not Schindler's <laughs> List in terms of acting, but everyone in the movie is good. Jay Baruchel's playing Jay Baruchel, and Nicolas Cage is there being Cage, and you've got Monica Bellucci. And she doesn't like speak until the last seven minutes, which was weird, but it's cool. It happens. Alfred Molina chewing every bit of scenery. Yeah, that one dude who ruined Doctor Doom that one time. No, he's no, great. We, we just attribute him to rock and roller. That's, yeah, but it's fantastic in rock and roller. Like I, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. I like him in everything. I don't blame him for Doctor Doom. Mm. I blame Josh Trank for all of that. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm good to know that I've never seen that movie, and I don't think I need to. Yeah, I've I've avoided it too. I've seen clips on YouTube, just like how bad could this? Oh my god, so bad! Oh yeah, I had uh, to know. But Sorcerer's Apprentice, I gave it three and a half stars. I had a good time. I might I might bump it you know after the show because I I didn't have any real complaints. Yeah, 
No, I thought it was just, it was definitely a, what is like 2010? Uh, yeah. So it's like a, it's like a mid 2000s Jerry Bruckheimer movie. It's just yeah. fun. I didn't know he, it was a Bruckheimer joint until like, I wasn't paying attention at the beginning, but the ending credits, I was like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they, Makes sense though. You know, they were like, they were like coming off of uh, the three pirates movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Bruckheimer's everywhere. Like in the 2000s with Disney. Oh, for sure. And they uh, do the, wasn't there like the Tomorrowland one with George Clooney or something like that? I try to forget that one. Oh. I know what you're referring to, but I have not seen that one yet either. It was boring as shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that one. (coughs) All right. So, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, directed by John Turtletaub. That's a name. Who we have actually, we've seen a few of his movies on here. Uh, He's known for directing one of my personal favorites, Cool Runnings. Good movie. Wow. He also did While You Were Sleeping and Phenomenon, Phenomenon, which I think we'll have coming up at some point. Uh, on the Travolting Development show. He also did that Bruce Willis movie, Disney's The Kid. I've actually never seen that one. that one. You know, it wasn't, but it's where he t- Bruce Willis is a, a jerk and then his kid self shows up and they have to work through oh. his issues. I see kid people. And actually, I liked that one when I was younger. It's not bad. Uh, he also did National Treasure. Oh, shit. Huh? And oh, National Treasure Book of Secrets. Mm-hmm. And then this one, In Order. Like that, uh, that was... Yeah. What he, and then he also did The Meg. Oh. With uh, you know Jason Statham. Oh, okay. I enjoyed Which, that movie. You know, I had followed that movie for probably 15 years because the, the movie website I used to use, Chud, with uh, Devin Ferrasi, who is a giant asshole, and Nick Nunziata, who is also a giant asshole. Uh, but they were like a, a huge thing in movie news and reporting back in the day, and, and they knew the screenwriters, and that was like their personal project. No. And it finally got off the ground and, and into the waters, and it was fine. I remember just, I had a friend that was like super excited at that movie because they it was like basically it's, like a, it's based on a book, isn't it? Uh, it's kind of sort of like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a whole bunch of stuff all cobbled together. Yeah. I never script had been floating around for twenty years. Yeah. I didn't see it, but my my dad and stepmom saw it, and whenever there are like those little posters hanging out in the theater, the free ones, they'll snag one. I have a, a poster for that movie, <laughs> but yeah. I think I caught it on <laughs> some random channel one night and was just kind of like, oh, hey, it's that movie. And I just remember occasionally just being like, this is okay couch movie. Yeah. So Turtle Tab directed this one, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Now, the basic premise of the Sorcerer's Apprentice is this. Merlin, the magician, yes, that one, has three apprentices. One of them is Alfred Molina. He's a dick. The <laughs> other two are Nick Cage and Monica Bellucci. Man, they are not dicks. dicks. <laughs> uh, then Morgana Le Fay shows up and is evil. But uh, Monica Bellucci manages to like trap her soul in her own body, and then they put her in a Russian nesting doll. And then uh, also Merlin dies, but says, oh, there's going to be someone who has my power. He's the only one who can destroy Morgan Le Fay. And it turns out it's Jay Baruchel. <clears throat> and so he, they, they show him as a kid. And bad things happen, and he gets <laughs> scarred with PTSD from all the unpleasantness with the magics and such. And then 10 years later, uh, Nicolas Cage and Alfred Molina released from a trap that happened during the 10-year-old bits. And, uh, and then, you know, shenanigans. And they have to stop Alfred Molina from getting the Russian nesting doll, releasing Morgana Le Fay, ending the world, while Jay Baruchel also tries to finally kiss the girl he's been pining for for a decade. Kiss the girl. <laughs> More like stalking for a decade. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I don't know if it was for a straight decade, but there are a couple of shots in there. It's like, ah, yeah, dude. Apparently, like, when he runs into her in that class right in the beginning, that's the first time he's seen her since he was a kid because yeah. he transferred oh, out. it was. 
So he just stalks her that one time after. Uh, yeah. Just, when he makes Nicolas Cage eat food on a bench outside of a radio station. I mean, he, did, he hadn't had anything to eat for like 10 years. Yes. He did learn that route really quick, like, mm-hmm. I will say. Yeah. Uh, then he went to that coffee shop after they had the mishap. Yeah. So... I thought it was all really. I thought it was fun. Like Alfred Molina's chewing the scenery. Jay Baruchel is very believable. Yeah, as Jay Baruchel in this yeah. movie, like he's one of those that plays himself. Yeah, that was, that was like before he was Hiccup too, and like How to Train Your Dragon, I think, or because him and Alfred Molina were in the second How to Train Your Dragon. You know, I've never seen those movies. They're wonderful. Oh, same. And I've heard they are wonderful. I've got as the well. DVDs. I've never seen them. Yeah, me and Allison went and saw the second one in theaters. It was fun. Yeah. I think the last thing I remember seeing him in was uh, in an episode of uh, Letter Kenny, I believe. Yes. Yeah. No, he was. Uh, he was a proud boy, wasn't he? Right, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And this and this movie came two years after Tropic Thunder, which he is also in. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is. He is good in things. Like he is a really funny dude. Yeah. No, he's solid. Like there are some actors that just play themselves and that's why you get them you know you get Jack Black to be Jack Black you used to get Jack Nicholson to be Jack Nicholson yeah um, you know it's like the nickel back of acting you know what you're getting and that's why you got it and Jay Baruchel's <laughs> one of those yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah no, he's, he's very good and I liked Nicolas Cage's hairpiece yeah it, it's the same one from Season of the Witch that that his oh, entire, it can't be I think it looks better his entire <laughs> outfit was Thing and, and you and you say Nickelback, I, he I was he was looking like Chad Kruger in some <laughs> shots of this fucking movie, and that ramen hair just flapping in the wind. Yeah, oh. th- there were some of those shots. Like I see why they put him in a hat so much in this movie. Uh, but talking about clothes, Alfred Molina's outfits, man, man, fierce, They're immaculate. Styling. I would wear that sh- that style. Like I would wear that every day if I didn't live in a place where it's eighty thousand degrees all the time. It was like funny how he like came out of the jar like damn near time appropriate though. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh god. <laughs> but then when he first came out of the the Russian doll, he was like cockroaches or something. These bugs, it's gross. Oh, like mad, like Constantine vibes, but in a good way. Because I, I like the special effects in this movie hold the fuck up in my opinion. They really do. They're not bad at all. Like they are solid special effects, so, especially for 2010. On some of the homework that I did for the movie, uh, they were talking about like how apparently. They tried to use practical as much as possible, but one of the things they did for the magical effects was they put lights on their hands oh. and like other areas where they were going to do magic to like <laughs> help sell the idea of some of the stuff that they knew they were going to have to do with CG, like the plasma bolts and stuff like that. They yeah. actually have like lights in their hands. <laughs> That's really smart. Yeah, yeah, I so, dig that. Because like apparently, like Cage was the one that pushed for the movie. Yeah, he was like the one. He was like the quote that he had was he wanted to go more into something magic and fantasy. So obviously we wanted to take a piece from Fantasia and make it into a full movie. I mean, that shit worked for the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. It so. did. And then Haunted some. Mansion. Not so much for Haunted yeah. Mansion. They Same had thing. a sequel. <laughs> Apparently Jungle- Wait, what? And then you know yeah. you got Jungle Cruise. When did recently. that happen? Yeah. No, there was I, a sequel to the Haunted Mansion? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't either. Wow. If I have just like somehow just like <laughs> neuralized a sequel to the Haunted Mansion, which I've seen the first Haunted Mansion. I didn't really like it that much. I saw the Muppets Haunted Mansion special. Oh, that shit was funny. I liked that. Yeah. And it's got the Muppets in it, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was can't go lot. wrong. Apparently, there was a lot of stuff that Cage was, like, really added about with the movie and, like, the production and stuff, so. Was there not a... No, there was a sequel to this. 
I think there may have been talks to like make a reboot or something. I mean, but I don't know why. Like, I'm, like again, okay, right, they're doing a remake. Ah. Sorry, that's it. It's an upcoming remake with Rosario Dawson. Oh, weirdly oh. enough. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I don't hate it. I like Rosario Dawson. Yeah. yeah. Same. Well, damn it! Now you make me want to watch that shit. Yeah, that was like something I was like, I was, I was very <laughs> impressed with some of the the like apparently like when some of the items were thrown or like the scene in the beginning where they're in the the shop and he you uh, Alfred Milano's character uses the cane to sword fight Nicholas yeah. Cage. That was all on wires. So the writer really? of the new Haunted Mansion movie is also the one who wrote the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. I mean, we can't hold that against them, I suppose. She also wrote that movie with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy called The Heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was this the same person for Bridesmaids? No, okay. just those two. <gasps> she was also a writer on Parks and Rec. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> then she did The Heat and then Ghostbusters. Man, that's... Mm. So wire work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apparently there was a lot of, like, wire work and... Um, some other apparently the most expensive set piece in the entire movie was the whole shot in Chinatown because all that there was a lot of confetti that was real. Oh, that's awesome! And they had to block off like it t- like took them like months to set up or something. And the giant feather breathing dragon that was real too, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, fantastic. You know, it even absorbed those three people who <laughs> yeah. were operating that. That's wow. that set piece was really fun though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the that idea was a good of time separating the confetti out so he could like look up and be like oh there he is Alfred Molina was impersonating the leader of the hand yeah Yeah. so the same actress uh, from Daredevil god you like fuck with the saturation a little bit during the dragon transformation scene this movie can become a horror movie (gasps) I think the same could be said for like the whole like mopping and sweeping bit yeah I know for sure like, you change the music, and that thing's a, a terrifying thing now. Like, I was looking at some of those mops and brooms, and I was getting, like, Raimi vibes, hardcore, mm-hmm. a little bit. Well, a lot of those were practical, I think. Mm-hmm. It looked like and, it, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, even the original Fantasia, that whole sequence goes south real fast. Oh, yeah. Mickey, yeah. And it, you could, pr- <laughs> there's, like, that shot where the, yeah, in the, they even did it in this movie, with, you know, in the original Fantasia, where, where Mickey's chopping the axe up, and yeah. it's just a shadow of Mickey with the axe, and you're like, Mickey's murdering some, a sentient <laughs> creature right now. <clears throat> That was awesome. I and enjoyed that. Cool. They did it again. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> uh, the one thing I did feel like was kind of wasted were all the extra magician people. Because mm-hmm. the nesting doll mentioned it had Morgana Le Fay in the middle. And then uh, around that one, there was a, a girl from the Salem Witch Trials. And she was real. Yeah. And around around that one was, uh, was it the, the, Asian dude. Yeah, the dragon controller guy? Yeah. And then around that one was Alfred Molina. But then you also had, you know, dude from Rock and Roll, and he had a lot of fun bits. But you know, like the the two others were just there for one scene, and then they they die, they yeah. bite it pretty hard. I just love that. Uh, how you say it, Toby Kebble? Kennel or uh, Canal or something? Yeah, he's the guy from Rock and Roll. He played his yeah things. Toby Kebble. Yeah, he like he was basically just his character from Rock and Roll, minus the drugs. But his outfit was <laughs> a plus too. I mean, it was very Chris Angel of him. Yeah. Uh. And he had his own Magic the Gathering card. I noticed that. Mm, I yeah. did notice that. Was, that was the first thing I, was, I told Justin when he was like, we're going to watch this. I was like, oh, yeah, they had a Magic the Gathering like promotion because I saw it everywhere. See, I, I was never into Magic, so this was new to me. I mean, I get why you would promote it together. Yeah. You'd open up a booster pack, and uh, the very last card would be a promotion for Sorcerer's Apprentice. How weird. Wait, did they really do that? Yes. 
Oh, that is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Magic. I, I'm surprised Disney, like, like reached out to Hasbro, or I don't know if they were owned by Hasbro by then, but reached out to Wizards to be like, hey, we're, we're doing this movie with sorcerers and magic. Disney's like, hey, you know how we like money. We like more money. And you, would you like a piece of said money? Oh, God. Well, this, it reminds me of the 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 Jedi mind trick that he does in the movie, the Alpha Milano, and he makes the joke with the, these are not the droids you're looking for, and you're like foreshadowing. Well, well I was going to say, was this, was this mm-hmm. before the acquisition? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. So my joke totally landed is what I'm hearing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, first, I, had to, I was sitting there, I was like, wait a minute, when the hell did Disney buy Star Wars? <laughs> uh, tw- tw- uh, tw- 2014? 15? Maybe. I was going to say, didn't like episode... They got Marvel first. Like seven come out? Star Wars? Yeah, they had Marvel for a while. Oh, yeah. Because Iron Man came out in 08. Yeah, well, that was still... Paramount was still distributing. 2012. It was announced 2012. Yeah, joke still landed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a cool that was a cool bit. Uh he was just Oh man, that skunk hair. Whoever whoever <laughs> decided skunk yeah. hair was a proper thing to do ever. I, I blame like Papa Roach, I think, for some reason. I don't know. I feel like that would be the worst. <laughs> or Sugar Ray. Oh. Wait, you know what? You know it's what? Mark McGrath hair. Yeah. Yeah, but his was never, I mean, it was blonde. It wasn't really like white, was it? Frosted tips uh, going wrong. Yeah, it was the frosted tips. Uh, it was the time you couldn't really escape it. <laughs> Hell, even I had highlights at one fucking point. See, I, I I never did. Yeah, same. The worst I ever did to my hair was part it down the middle for a while. Uh, for me, it was I dyed my hair blue <laughs> one time. Mm. Yeah, no, now you're, you're both trying to picture it. <laughs> no, I've had it red before, not all the way. I've had pieces of my hair dyed red. Other than the blonde highlights, yeah, that's about all the color I've had in my noggin. Yeah. You know, the craziest thing I've done with the hair is I parted down the middle. I had long hair for a while. That was it. I'm boring when my, you know, part of my hair You were in a hair band, weren't you? I was in bands and I had long hair. You were a sorcerer, weren't yeah, you? Yes, so I was in a band and we all had hair. That's right. We all had hair. <laughs> Lead singer Disturbed is just sad somewhere for some reason. Now. <laughs> oh, my old friend. Lost my rogue game to bugging. <laughs> Uh, but no, like, the hair was not great. But a lot of this movie was really, really like the car. There's a car chase in this. Uh, a more interesting one than in Book of Secrets. Yes. Like, everything about this movie is far more interesting than Book of Secrets. Right. Which I checked. Apparently, uh, I have not rated that yet. I know I have rated it. I just haven't made it official in Letterboxd yet. No. Do, you, do you tell you all the, the bad thing about the car chase? <laughs> sure. Apparently, somebody died during that car chase. Oh, no. was Apparently there was like a wreck or something with one of the Ferraris while they were doing that car chase. Yeah. And like, <coughs> like a Sabaro. Are they dead or not? I can't remember. I need to Wait, they landed in a Sabaro? Yeah, they hit a Sabaro in Times Square. Hey, we went to a Sabaro when we went to see wrestling. I know. No Ferraris That's included. Not, I don't know. No. Or, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I don't like where any of this is going. <laughs> Hold on. Well, neither did the dead Let guy. me double check. I just know I was like that was one thing I remember reading about and I was like oh that's that's not good yeah I mean it's not I guess uncommon for yeah, that to happen on movie these sets happen well while he's looking that up speaking of Papa Roach the music in this movie 
was two songs. But I liked them. <laughs> it opened with Jimmy Eat World's The Middle, as one does. Yeah. Great start. And then it went to uh, Secrets by One Republic like nine times. They even played it on Tesla coils, which yeah. I thought was pretty sweet. Yeah, those things are pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two. It was injuring two pedestrians. Uh, the Ferrari F430. Uh, it apparently struck by uh, two injuring two pedestrians. One whom was struck by a falling lamppost. Oh dear. Huh. And they blamed the accident on the rain. That's fair, but they lived. Yes. Yeah. Nobody that, died. <laughs> no, they got that Disney money too. Yeah. Well, was I think y'all were saying like. Oh, no, you said uh, during those, like, apparently uh, Balthazar's previous life was gone. It's, yeah, this is just a soft sequel to Gone in 60 Seconds. Starting <laughs> to create, like, a connected cage verse. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a borrow needed an update anyway. It, it probably was time. Did. It was fucking time. We do actually have uh, the beginnings of, we have two different multiverse things that we've seen on this show. I know, I remember the Demodome one, because we've seen white haired, white mustache cowboys with white hats in, like, Seven movies. So many. Right. So it's the Doug Demiverse. <coughs> what was the other one we found last time? Uh, Randy Travis. Right. Randy Travis uh, shows up in stuff a lot oh. for us. Just wait till I, I'll make y'all watch Black Dog. I'm going to make it official just because. Just <laughs> a bit. That. I have to. <laughs> HBO for me in the 90s was like a great way to watch movies. <laughs> Nine months after they left theaters. I practically lived at Blockbuster and Movie Gallery. Same. Well, I think I told y'all like our the local one that we had in my hometown. I mean, we eventually got a blockbuster, but this was li- literally called the video store. Mm. My uh, <laughs> it's very also, original. Yeah, I mean, and they also had, like I said, I don't get the correlation. I never will. But um, uh, tanning beds. What is it with video rental stores and tanning beds? And look who decided to join the fucking chat. Oh, yeah, sorry, the crickets. Damn crickets here. I was yeah. like, what the f- <laughs> What is going on? The, the first uh, first few months of the show, we there are crickets that could be heard. And uh, there are quite a few in there again. Are we that bad? <laughs> well, look, down here, all manner of insects come together to try and kill us and then form Alfred Molina. So I, yeah. <laughs> I know the listeners are going to hate this, but everybody, shh, for one second. I just want to see the levels. <laughs> no, wait, damn it. <laughs> In case you couldn't hear, because I don't know how well it picks up, as soon as he said, I want to hear the levels and stop talking, the cricket also stopped. Like, that wasn't a break. And it's the the best thing that has ever happened. Clearly, the cricket was trying to tell us what it thought (laughs) about the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Four stars. Oh, my God, that son of a bitch has stopped. Yeah. Yeah. He he heard you uh, said you want to stop. He didn't want to be on mic. Yeah, that's right. My experiment worked. There is something I noticed. Uh, Alfred Molina has a problem with high school and college students. Yep. Yes. Because he tried to kill Tobey Maguire, and he tried to kill Jay Baruchel, yes. and then he tried to kill Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he doesn't need to be a teacher. Yeah, no, he should He should stop. Some people don't deserve the power of the sun in the palm of their hand. Right? <laughs> he also really likes like stealing things, too, like... Like taking things from people because you know there's Indiana Jones. And yeah, yeah. He was Dudley Do Right. Yeah, stole the whole town. Right. He took a whole last life in this movie. Remember the poor guy in the car? Oh yeah, some some <laughs> asshole honked at him and he just shot knives into his face. Like I was, I was like, whoa! I looked right PG. I'm like, I mean, I know there's no blood, but still, <laughs> that was like, brutal. You know that went in his fucking head. That dude's gone. Yeah. R.I.P. Definitely got a really strong Charles Dance and uh, Last Action Hero vibe from that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
And if you want to hear our reviews of Last Action Hero, go back to that episode. It was a good time. It was a great time. Ah, cha-cha-cha-cha. I love that movie. <laughs> my, such a good movie. My favorite line in that entire movie is when he goes to New York and he's like, take his shoes. He's just like so perplexed by the fact that someone stole a man's shoes. <laughs> Oh, man, so many great lines. Rubba baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> did you think I was going to say that, did you? I mean, that would be your magic words if you were a sorcerer, wouldn't it? That's my, I mean, yeah, he caught me. So it's like <laughs> half your, like your grimoire full of spells is just going to be like phrases from Nicolas Cage movies. I mean, mine would be several different phrases just because I host and have and promote uh, a Nicolas Cage podcast with Nicolas Cage merchandise doesn't mean that Nicolas Cage is the entirety of my love of film. Anyone who's known me for longer than 45 minutes knows exactly what that grimoire will be filled with, and that's the entire script from 1994, Street Fighter, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'm tired of pretending it wouldn't be, okay? <laughs> and as the next person who says it, I'm going to get in my boat, I'm going to go up river, and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch's ass so hard. <laughs> but the next person who says that I don't love that movie is going to feel it. I love it. I don't think you love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I got the steel book and it comes with a bison dollar. I, I know. And once I f- fucking remembered that fact, I had to snag myself one. <laughs> so that was the reason I bought the damn thing. Are we okay, all cool. owners of a bison book? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. Oh my God. Yes. We have three bison books <laughs> yes. combined? Yeah. Uh, this money isn't worth the paper it's printed on. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> Look, I can't help it that we love Raw Julia so much. It's great. It's so that, good. He he kills it in that role. He's yeah. the best. Like the little envelope it comes into is fucking uh-huh. cool. It's awesome. So cool. I, I have that thing on display. I have yet to watch <laughs> it with the director commentary yet. Right. I need to do that. Uh, yeah, same. Man, I need to watch more things with the director commentary on. Have you seen the Tropic Thunder commentary with Ben Stiller, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and Jack Black? That's hilarious. It's fantastic because Robert Downey Jr. is in character the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Does he break when he yeah, like, breaks in the movie? In the movie, when he takes off the makeup, he's the, the Kirk Lazarus. And then at the at, when the credits hit, he's Robert Downey Jr. again. Oh, I'm doing this. Yeah, this it's so happen. fun, dude. Commentary is wonderful. Like, if, like especially like... You go back and watch watch it like the second time and watching it with commentary because you just find out so much like hilarious. I shit. used to do that all the time when I was younger. I don't know why I stopped. One of my favorite ones is that Scooby Doo movie that had uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and oh, the James Gunn one. Yeah, yeah, the James Gunn one. Like it's the cast commentary. It's all for the the mystery gang, and uh, and this is really good commentary. I heard that he was uh, someone asked him about that and he said he would he would he would float the idea of an of a third one that's rated R. I think these days he could get that made, but Hanna-Barbera is real protective of their shit because they were doing a a book called Scooby Apocalypse that was post-apocalyptic Mystery Inc. And Mm. Hanna-Barbera's like, yeah, no, we don't like this anymore. We're done. Because we don't like what you're doing to our characters. We're going to have him team up with Batman instead. Yes, because violence. (laughs) So, yeah. Sources Apprentice. Like, They're not is... talking about the fucking movie again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Man. Mike, what the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> that train got derailed real hard. Well, this is, this is again, one of those movies, and we've talked about it on the show. Uh, and, Jeremy, you were there for all of those talks. Oh, yeah, totally. Gaslighting every, every one of them. Pass out here to gaslight me. I've got to gaslight the audience. That's how it works. <laughs> um, like, there are a lot of movies that are okay. Like, they're just, they're good. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot to say about them. Yeah, <laughs> like, and this is this is one of those films. There's just not like even like Raising Arizona was the same way. Like we got a lot of flack. Oh, you're gonna bring that fucking movie back up, huh? Every time, Frank. I'm every still time. goddamn salty about that. Like, because with something like that that's really really good, mm. outside of just telling you every scene 
and then suggesting you go watch it. Like we we can't add any commentary to that, you know. And for this one, like it's it's fun. It's inoffensive Disney fun. Like yep. the, the the special effects were good. It was like very. 2010 superhero type things and uh, they had a post credit scene and I feel like this movie should have done better than it did. I feel like the 40% on Rotten Tomatoes was uh, was a mistake. I feel like a lot of those critics just were grumpy mm-hmm. and we should have gotten a sequel. I think this was fun. I was about to say this came out after Book of Secrets and the same director yep. and like and it was weird because even uh, the beginning when we get that, alright I'm going to talk about this for a second. The, sure. the history lesson we got at the very beginning with the weird, like, I get what they were trying to do with, like, the, the quick force pushes or whatever, mm-hmm. but it did oh, not God, translate yeah. well no. to screen at all. Could you imagine? I bet your ass this movie was in 3D. Bet your fucking ass. Uh, I think so, this might have been before the 3D craze. Really? Yeah, they did, like, a couple, like, it's like those quick zoom ins and zoom outs, and then they would, like, yeah. there was some heart, there was some quick editing that was just, like, whiplash. It's like Shim mentioned during the movie, it was, like, some Kevin Dunn-esque fucking cuts and editing in this movie at times it it was was jarring oh yeah it was my biggest complaint about this movie because it's like it's it's (laughs) even for it got better as the movie went on but even like the opening scenes where Jay Baruchel's talking to his roommate like it's cutting back and forth for every other word between them uh no, Disney shot down Sorcerer, Sorcerer's Apprentice in 3D. You know what? Good on you, Disney. I'm yeah. glad you said fuck even, you to 3D. Even though this was a year after Avatar. Oh. Yeah. Uh, which is getting a sequel. Fun. And I don't I don't like Avatar. I said it. I, I, it's Dances with Wolves, but with blue Smurfs and the 3D. If that movie hadn't been released in IMAX 3D, nobody would give a shit. Yeah, because that's, that's the only reason I went and saw it. I, it was I, like the only one worth seeing in 3D. Really? Yeah. And then that's when the gimmick started, and it, it was unnecessary. Yeah, wildly unnecessary. Um, I did enjoy Dread in 3D. That was fun. The Carl Urban Dread. My my list. Yes, that movie is movie I enjoyed. Fantastic. I've only seen like maybe five movies in 3D. I saw Avatar. I went and saw Tron Legacy for like the fourth time. <laughs> I saw. Unfortunately, I saw Clash of the Titans in oh, 3D. I remember that being the one that got the most complaints because there was nothing shot for 3D in that. They just <laughs> yeah. rotoscoped it, cut it out, made it pop, and it looked terrible. Now, I did do Night Before Christmas in 3D, and that was fun. Well, animated movies are apparently easier to post-convert. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I did see Up in 3D. Nice. My problem with 3D uh, is, is, and if you're looking at me, it's very obvious, I have glasses. So Did wearing I? glasses over my glasses is irritating and unpleasant. And then also I didn't like it because the 3D process, it has to darken what you're watching. Yeah. yeah. So it's like turning the contrast down on your TV, and that sucks for some movies. Mm-hmm. But no, this is, this Sorcerer's Apprentice did not release in 3D. I feel like if it had, it would have made more money because the movie going public or gullible. Uh, but yeah, no, it didn't. So could, it didn't make a lot of money. Could you imagine if they did it in 3D and they had to darken that movie any more than it already was? Oh God, darkened in 3D with that quick editing, I would have thrown up. Yeah, but like, it, it, it it does get better with the quick editing <laughs> as the movie gets on. I, yeah. The thing that I walked away from most of all, like that I enjoy was the style of that movie. Just it's it's solid. Like uh-huh. it's the like no, no, you keep going back to using fun because yeah. it's enjoyable. It yeah, it's just it's just a fun, light-hearted romp. Also, they used the Mirrorverse before Doctor Strange. <laughs> they did. They did. These wizards used the Mirrorverse first. Yep. Take that, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen Strange. Love how they're all owned by the same fucking company now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. What yeah. in the absolute ass? Their, their spell names were hilarious, too. Like Hungarian Mirror Trap or the Persian Rug Trap. Like, do you guys just name your spells after the things that you're uh, you're looking at? Uh, yeah, probably. I think yes. that's what they do. I love Rug. <laughs> Lampshade Disc. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, th- what if we get a Sorcerer's Apprentice Doctor Strange crossover? Uh, I what mean, about that? That could be a multiverse they can slip into. I mean, yep. again, same company. Same <laughs> company. At this point, multiverse is just the buzzword. And that's yeah. pretty much the new Avengers saga now. Yeah. Well, the new Marvel saga. Yeah. yeah. Look, just give me more Jonathan Majors as Kang, and I'm happy. Yes. Like, I love that last episode of Loki. I rewatched it so many times just to watch him talk and be menacing. <laughs> and he was. He sat there menacingly. Just a. Dizzy puts like an hour and a half long loop of Jonathan Major sitting on a park bench. Mm-hmm. Just no See, words. I would. There are two movies that I would watch right now. Uh, you, you might want to skip like two minutes ahead if you haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder yet. So uh, I don't like Love and Thunder. We've established that on the show. Like Ken and I, not big fans. Uh, I would pay so much money to watch an hour of just. Hercules from that post-credit scene <laughs> beating the ever-loving fuck out of Thor. Like, whole goddamn time. Just <laughs> whole hour. I'd watch that all day. <laughs> and then I would also watch the thing that you just said. <laughs> Jonathan Major sitting on a park bench. That's the one. As Kang. All day. Well, not, not Kang, but he who remains. All day. Well, no, just have him, like, have multiple of him sitting on a park bench. Well, you have he who remains sitting on the bench, and then you just have, like, other Kangs in the background. Yeah. Or one of them walks by with a dog. and <laughs> just, just, like, have it, like, Kang's day out. And yeah. it's just a movie full of Kang. Just have him dressed like Forrest Gump on the park bench. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, they're making a Bollywood remake of Forrest Gump. I know, I've seen the what? trailer. I yes. saw the trailer, like, I saw the clip of the trailer today and was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, he's holding the feather in his hand. Like, like I think, like, I've, I've watched that whole trailer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my oh, take you did? on it. Yes, I did. And, and it looks really good. It looks like the movie's going to be beautiful. Okay. But also, f- fucking Why? Like, yeah. out of all the, the things in the world to remake, and I'm not against remakes. Mm-mm. It's like, you know, sometimes they can be good, sometimes they can be shit. You know, mm-hmm. that's how it works. But why, out of all the properties in the world, like, didn't Forrest Gump, like, just have, like, an anniversary, too? I think it was, what, 94, I think? Yeah, maybe. But, like, that's just bizarre to me. Yeah. That's that, odd. That it was, was, it was odd. out of left field. I was just, like, cruising in Reddit today and was like, I'm sorry, what? No, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was another trailer that you sent me, and I'm still salty about. Oh, you, you're like, I, you have to suffer. I mean, he didn't like make did. the trailer. No, he sent it to me. You didn't have to faith. click play, though. I trusted that, right him. It could have been like, that okay. looks gross. Delete message. He sent me the trailer, and I trusted him in good faith. You should have knew <laughs> with a minute you saw the title of the it trailer. It said Spirit Halloween. It's the Spirit Halloween trailer. Nothing good comes out of a movie <laughs> that. And you know what? A year ago, when I found out that this bull cockery was going to be done, I pretty much had in my head how this was going to look and feel. And you know what? I was correct. They literally shot this shit in a fucking empty spirit Halloween last year, I guess. <laughs> That's in an abandoned Toys R Us. It's an abandoned... Oh, you see, even better, they didn't have to worry about customers. Exactly. See, there you go. Wow. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I'm just. Christopher mad. Lloyd's involved. That That's poor man still baffles me. I mean, it's got to be a case of he just wants to work. He yeah. doesn't need the money, and he's. And it's sad to say, like he's old enough. He's probably going to die real soon. Watching be watching only be in it for like five minutes. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, there was clearly a scene of, of uh, like, the girl kid in the thing getting possessed. So that's just going to be the thing. <clears throat> that, like, oh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd's character can be young and, and, and vigorous and talking through this child. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's 83. Wow. I know the last thing I saw him in was uh, Piranha 3D. Oh, that, oh, that was a thing. Yeah. That was Rachel Lee Cook. Holy shit. She's in this, too. Oh, wow. Yes. <coughs> was she hmm. the girlfriend for the roommate? She was, a, she was a, a lady who answered the door in the trailer. Oh. Huh. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This this is this is real. So, Spirit Halloween starring Rachel Lee Cook and Christopher Lloyd's Weekend at Bernie style corpse. And it's going to be a kid's film. And Christopher Lee was in Nobody. And if y'all haven't seen Nobody yet... Fucking watch it. It rules. Oh, my God. Nobody. I'll add that to my list. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he put, I mean, it's not spoiler. He was in the trailer, but he plays uh, Odenkirk's dad in this movie. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, yeah. I think that's anything else that you found about Sorcerer's Apprentice? Because, uh, well, again, this is. There was the car thing that I mentioned yeah. when we were watching it about how it was actually Nicolas Cage's car because he wanted a cool car for Balthazar. Right, <laughs> right. It's his own car. Uh, Did that go through the Sabaro? <laughs> that did not. It was one of the fir- one of the two. Fir- like when they turn turn into like the crazy sports cars. Mm. That was it was one of those. Convenient. It wasn't right. his. Hmm. Well, I don't think that thing would have gone fast enough. So, man, I, I wonder what that guy felt like when he just like he sat down in the impound and just didn't touch anything. The car fired up. I'm sure that that impound lot guy was like, "What the hell's going on around?" Here? Like, especially after Nicolas Cage blatantly says, you're not supposed to draw your attention to yourself with magic. Sir, you just had a car chase through New York City. <laughs> I suppose he weighed the pros and cons of don't draw attention versus everyone's going to die. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, I guess. Or they just like made the cars uh, look like just big rats. Also, he stole Batman's brooding point. He was on the top of a building looking very broody. And then he turned it into an eagle. He did turn it into an eagle. Yeah, like this. Yeah, this, like there's one moment, in, uh, the finale with uh, the the main villain coming out of the jar, and um, Jay was uh, shooting the balls at her, and then like you know, just thoop, thoop, at first it wouldn't work, and, and then like a couple of moments where her head just split. Mm-hmm. Just it's like like I said, the special effects here. There's some really cool moments in this movie. Yeah, like it, it looks better than a lot of stuff that's come out in the last few years. I agree. I also yeah. think I remember reading that the the big testicle that he strapped to the front of the car that one was real and it was apparently like some piece of like history or something like that oh neat so they stole the declaration of independence and duct taped it to the hood of the car <laughs> and used but. science to beat magic also when you said de- testicle you said it so fast i thought you said testicle no just was like dangly testicles right in front like oh, yeah. oh it man electrified <laughs> i for some These reason, nuts are electric, baby. Yeah. Some, for some odd reason, I'm remembering the joke now from the part where he was he was trapped in the mirror in the bathroom after the line. The guy like walks up and he's like, "Can you wake the guy up and stall three? And the dude just passes out. <laughs> that shit was funny. That was that, that was, was good. Alfred Molina was fantastic in this with the dry delivery of the humor and whatnot. Like, he, honestly, this was just a fun fucking movie. He like he was having so much fun. Just yeah. Have you ever seen Dudley Do Right? Yeah. I, I love that movie. He plays Snidely Whiplash. He knows exactly what movie he's in, and he has the best time. I mean, he's still <laughs> probably he. No one will be ever to replace him as Doc Ock. No, no, I don't. Not not within the next twenty years. I don't think. Yeah. But goddamn it, I'm sure Sony's gonna try. 
he's he's been in so many things that just I've always just appreciated it. Or even like when he voices stuff, like like he does voice acting work. You're just like mm-hmm. you'll, you'll pick him out, and then you're just like he's he's having fun just talking. Yeah, you could read you could hand that man like a classified section and just put a microphone in front of him, and you'd be like interested in everything he says. He seems like a fun fellow. He wouldn't be able to read it though. Oh, yeah, it's classified. Oh. Wow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's about time. But before we do our outros, we got to spin the wheel. Oh, Lord. It's the, wheel time. The wheel? The wheel. The wheel. The wheel. The wheel. We got a wheel. Now, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the list. I'm going to read off all of the things that uh, are possible to land on. Wheel's being cleaned up a bit to reflect our current absentees. Uh, we have Cannon's Choice. Jeremy's choice, Ken Logan's choice, Emilio's choice, Frank's choice, the Creed retrospective, which Pat and Jojo both said they would come back for. (laughs) Uh, Thanks a lot. That's our Tom Hanks retrospective. B-Movie Spectacular, where we all pick B-movies and enjoy them. My choice, uh, story time with that canon guy. I forget what that's supposed to be, but it sounds fun. A Wild Wild West review. Wait, like the Will yeah. Smith? Oh, wiki God. Wild, wiki, wiki, wild, wiki, I've wiki, wiki, wild, 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 Give the folks some ASMR and spin that wheel. I was like standing here with like my belly button on the fucking microphone. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, we're still recording. What the hell? Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Number eight, B-movie spectacular. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. So we will uh, we will figure out how to do that one because we've got, we've we, I think Ken's Ken will be here. This is for next week. Uh, why don't we all choose a B-movie and then we'll vote on the one we want to watch. Okay. Okay. And if, if we all vote for our own movies, then we'll just do it again until somebody picks something else. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we got next week. B-movie spectacular. Mm. Uh, I, I'm excited for that. Going to have to do some thinking. Got to call Ken on my way home and tell him. I have a terrible one. <laughs> Actually, B-movie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the B-movie. Sorry, Jerry. Sorry, no, no, I, look, I own the worst movie in history. What? The Fanatic? We already watched that. I own no, that movie. I, I have um, Manos in the Hands of Fate. That's not the worst movie. Oh, you do have it, though. I mean, I've seen that. It's not the worst. It's not good. No, it's not. I still say uh, uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Well, is, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's Super Baby Geniuses 2. <laughs> Canon, no. <laughs> really now? Yeah. Canon, no. Did I just open Pandora's box? We have watched Baby Geniuses. Oh. <laughs> Canon, no. You can't put me through that again. Oh. Thanks, Jeremy. You're welcome. Jesus, what happens if you guys let me out of the vents? You're fired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So I will call Ken tonight, let him know. We'll all pick a B movie that we want to share with our friends in good faith. Or not, and then we will vote on it, and we will come back next week, and we will watch it, and we will we will talk about it, 
and throw ourselves off a building like probably a, like a bee movie terrible. like a bay bee no movie <laughs> <And> no. <laughs> <laughs> look if we if it's gonna be that bad I'm gonna have to bring alcohol I mean uh, well is that a bee movie I, I know that didn't go to theaters there's no uh, way it went to theaters. Uh, I, it might have. I remember seeing posters. It might have, actually, now that I think about it. I want to go home and look Now, the all third of one, however. <laughs> I want to look through all of my shit films. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we're going to do that. And, uh, yeah, that should be something. Thank you, Will. <laughs> you go to hell, Will. <laughs> you go to hell and you die. So, Cannon, where can the people find you, you <laughs> well, they can find me at that cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and TikTok. Jeremy? Uh, they can find me on Instagram at Toons Cosmic Reality, and then I'm on uh, twitch.tv slash Backwards Hero, and that's also my uh, Letterboxd as well as Backwards Hero. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, you can find me at Captain Chimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Chimmy's Almost Music, uh, Captain Chimmy's Toy Box. That's my drawings and my music and my posing of the toys in that order. You can also uh, find me on Letterboxd as Captain Chimmy. And you can check out our merch store at tpublic.com slash users slash Cajun Greatness. Uh, if you're listening to this on the week it comes out, for all you can hear, since Pat's not here, I'm going to tell everybody about it. Colton Winslow, because Pat and JoJo are taking the month off of that too. Colton Winslow are running it. So it should be... Insane, <laughs> completely batshit insane. Uh, and if if he happens to be listening to it, an obligatory fuck you, Wenzel. <laughs> uh, and and uh, apparently they are talking about this week's episode that came out on Monday, uh, both Minions: Rise of Gru and Nope. So that should be. Completely batshit insane. <laughs> I will listen and report back if I lost my mind or not. <laughs> so go check that out uh, and come back next week for what might be Super Baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. <laughs> do, do not do that to me, kid. Yeah, y'all do not. Whoever might be on the show, whatever you do, do not vote for Baby Geniuses <laughs> 2. There's no way we want to watch Baby Geniuses 2. At this point, we've said it so much, it's probably going to be somewhere in the future. It'll, no. I mean, I'm not lying. We don't want to watch it. No. However... The we, things we do for content. The things we do for content. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, again, shout out to our regular listeners in Germany, in Ireland, in Tappahannock. Uh, FBI agent Steve, you're slacking on your numbers. Get those DC numbers pumped back up, please. <laughs> and again, leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Share us with your pals. Make us feel like what we're doing uh, matters because our self-worth is dependent on it. And we will talk to you later on see you later Joe super super baby geniuses too yeah we're gonna watch it no (laughs) how absurd why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box how absurd I'm gonna steal the declaration of independence